welcome to Between Plays Stock Market Strategies, Tech with Sandeep. How are you doing, Sandeep? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I know we were talking uh, about a whole bunch of stuff uh, before the show and you know, it was like, uh, we were like, oh, let's just see if we can uh, throw a video up on here because we started touching into some really interesting subjects and one was streaming, right? Streaming, the yep. power of streaming. So yeah, now, you know, saying like, uh, what, 10 years ago or 12 years ago, um, I think I had started streaming on Apple Plus. Well, not Apple Plus, but I think it was just Apple. Apple At and... Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I had stopped, I like I had, I, I wasn't watching regular cable because it was, I found it was very expensive. And then I had, you know, and all the DVDs were sort of going out around that time. And you can go to like HMV and you can buy like, you know, any DVD, even if it just came out for like five or 10 bucks. You know, so I used to go and spend something like uh, I used to love to have a collection of, D- of uh, DVDs and I'd go and buy like, you know, three, four, five, six, ten and get them at like basement prices and like all these big names. Like even Iron Man, I think it t- cost me like five bucks when it came out. It was like nothing, ten bucks, five bucks. Every paycheck, I'd go spend a whole bunch of money. And so I was like, just well, I had a DVD player in my place. I had about five six hundred movies that i didn't mind watching over and over again and um and i had a you know apple for streaming and uh you know we didn't have to have cable that much anymore and i remember telling all my friends and i don't think cable is going to be around in 10 years from now 12 years from now like do you use cable uh i do use cable but mostly because i think um there are certain things that are difficult to stream. So, for instance, I'm a big Formula One fan, um, and those are exclusive contracts. You're not really getting those on streaming unless you're using like a Justin TV or uh, some kind of other streaming service, which is in the gray area. Um, and even then, the quality is not that great. I mean, you can get it directly from F1. So, I, you know, I follow that circuit quite religiously. And so, for that, for me, for those packages, those really highly defined packages. That's um, why I would uh, why I stay with cable for certain things. But it's a minimalistic cable with a sports package that delivers exactly what I need. However, if you go back to and you, you know you were you're, you were talking about DVDs and stuff like that, and I'll even go even further back CDs, right? So all my DVDs I still have, all my CDs I still have. I have a friend of mine, Mark, very smart guy. Um, data scientist works for UNESCO. He um, ditched all of his CDs because he's got streaming. He's got Spotify. He's got you know his uh, YouTube Music, whatever it is that he uses, and he's ditched them all. But he did a really smart thing, which was he kept all the album covers because you can't really get those anymore. They don't do yeah. printed album covers, and he's made frames and he's put them all over his uh, his house and stuff like that. It's it's actually quite cool. But and that's something that I've been gearing myself up to but there's a sentimental value in not even the monetary expense that you've made to buy all those dvds and those cds it's there there's something personal about it i bought this one because this is what i wanted at that time we've gone back at least for music into an era of um you know one shot songs because you can just listen to them one shot or buy them one shot on um Apple Music or, or you know whichever service you're, you're you're paying for, I think the thing that that kills me now 
is as companies like Netflix are now going to an advertising model, I sit there and I go, you were supposed to destroy cable. Now you're becoming cable. Why? Right? Like you, you've completely upended what your original goal was, which was to get rid of the cable services and deliver quality service streaming. I don't mind paying for it. But then if I look at my notes here, right? I mean, okay, what am I paying for? YouTube TV, YouTube music, Spotify, Netflix, Disney Plus, um, Peacock, you know, uh, uh, Crave, all of these services, they're all costing me 15 bucks a month. When you add it all up, it's costing me the same amount that cable would have cost. So what really was the goal here? And what are they trying to achieve? I think that is that that's that's really we're we're at a transition point now or a turning point if you will or a tipping point yeah i mean it's true that um you know when netflix was dominating i mean i still believe that they still are dominating but i mean they have a lot of competition with amazon and crave and stuff like that uh disney plus um but the thing is is um netflix for like 10 years extremely powerful and what was great about netflix is that they sort of had monopoly they had power because they did it in such a way where they i guess they had all the contracts and you could like see all the marvels on there you could have you know all the you know whether the children's movies um you know all genres didn't matter who was creating those movies, who owned the you know the rights of those movies, they were all going through Netflix. And I think that that was what was really great about Netflix is that you know you paid your ten dollars or it was eight dollars a month. It was like eight dollars a month. I was paying six or eight dollars a month, and everything was on there. Everything was on there. If if you look at the HBO model, right? The HBO model was the home box office model was exactly that, right? Netflix just took it to a different level. So the home box office model was, okay, we're going to buy all of this crappy content that nobody wants and it's nostalgic. So we're going to curate it and then we're going to organize it and then make it available to you. That's what home box office did, except it was direct through cable on your TV, but you had to pay an extra fee to actually get HBO. And what, what ended up happening with HBO is after a certain period of time, they started creating their own content. So that started with, um, oh, I forgot the name of the show now. Oh, it started with Oz. Oz, it started with Oz. Yeah, I remember Oz. It started with Oz. So that was the first, that was the first HBO program that they put together and financed themselves as their own original content. And Oz was groundbreaking for the quality of show, the content, the impact that it made. Much like with Netflix, when they did House of Cards, even though it was a British a remake of a British show, they, that was their groundbreaking moment as well, too, where they said, we're setting up Netflix studios. So the, the models are parallel, just one medium versus another. And the streaming model, of course, is something that we all adapted to quite easily. You know, whether Napster was a success or a failure or not, it broke a mold and it changed the way people view media versus the medium, right? It separated the two. It's funny that you it's funny that you brought up Napster because I was going to bring up Napster and say exactly that that Napster was the beginning of moving away from, you know, traditional um TV and even going to the movies because 
you know, who hasn't used Napster back in the day until it was, I think, Metallica that brought up the whole rights thing and everything. They were like, they were on, they were like, <laughs> they were on it big time. And uh, I think they're the ones that actually brought Napster to court, if I memory serves, or they were like the influential party um, to they be able one to, of them. Yeah, to sure. bring it to light. Yeah, uh, yeah, and probably because Metallica has such a such a big name. I mean, still have a, such a big name, anyways. Even today, massive, you know. So yeah, so of, of course, you know, their their finger on it is big. But I'll never forget Napster, man. Napster especially in our age range i mean i mean anybody between 45 and 60 really know napster you know yep. pretty well you know and uh i think that that was it and i think that when napster went belly up people were uh, like citizens like ourselves we were like oh man we i think we still tried to use napster you still tried and napster was still trying to stay alive and then you'd get like the dubbed Remember, you'd get like the dubbed movies and you'd be like, oh, I guess I got to put up with this shit or whatever, you know, but then we went and tried to seek out other ones. Other platforms started to like emerge as, you know, to to, to get that content out to us because we didn't want the traditional cable. And you know what? Why the fuck would I want to anyways go and pay for an extra channel? That's going to show me the same content all month long, just at different times of different days. Cause you only have like 15 or 10 movies on there that month. And you have to wait for the next month for them to change one or two or three movies on it. You know, you remember, you remember that how it was? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, all those, all those, all those super icon and all those kind of channels were, were exactly like that. Exactly. But, but this is, this is we're we're an adapt or die kind of society now or, or uh, industry when it comes to streaming content and um, media, because everything is changing so quickly now and everything is so accessible. And, you know, to be fair, everything is so easy to do. But if you, you think about you know, when Napster died, what happened? What was the first thing that happened? Apple announced that they were going to have 50 million songs on iTunes, right? Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was iTunes at the time before it became iTunes. Apple Music, right? Yeah. And before they started coming up with the radio stations and all that kind of stuff. But they were the first ones. They went out and they cut the licensing deals. They were big enough, powerful enough to be able to do that. And the thing was about the way they did that was very organized, very calculated. And so that then opened the, that's my, my Google home, um, talking to me, um, ask me if I want to go for a walk. But, um, but at that time, when that happened, it was earth shattering, just as earth shattering as when Napster came onto the scene, because it showed that there was a need and a belief. They just weren't organized enough. And while Napster was a great idea, they didn't have a business model behind it. So there was no revenue, no one was making money. And so that was doomed to fail at some point, right? You know, no, matter, no matter what they were gonna do. And, and, and think about when you wanted music back in the day before Apple did that, we would, you know, and even even a little bit further before that we would have you know 
cassette tapes, right? And we'd be ready to like push record. And then we'd have CD mens, you know, not Walkman, CD men. And you'd still have the ability to press record. Like, you know, and then if you wanted to dub a tape for your friend, you'd have two cassette tapes next to each other so you can press play and record and uh, or pop out the back so that that way you could record over it. I was smarter than that. I had a dual tape deck thing so I could just do it right through 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 the back in the back. And we used to hate when DJs used to talk over the song or at the end of the song or in the middle of the song. You're like, oh my God, they did that on purpose. What the hell? But, you know, Apple Music was, you know, a game changer because I, I'm a person, I love, I'm a person of music. I love music. Like uh, music is just, uh, it's so um, relaxing, you know, it's just so relaxing and it brings you back or it just takes you away or something like that. But, you know, movies uh, are excellent too. But, you know, streaming services, uh, social media, I mean, this is completely the future. I mean, and I think that people have the opportunity. And I think, you know, a lot of influencers and everybody starts seeing that, that, you know, uh, that's why they're just, you know, content, you know, content creators. That's why they're called content creators now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the challenge that we have now is that there's too much content, right? So I will open up my Amazon Prime or my Netflix and add shit to my wish list and just sit there and go, yeah, I'm never going to have that many hours to watch all of this stuff because you just don't have that enough hours during the day. And the thing also that has happened as well too, which I'm, I'm quite happy with is that the quality of the content has like the, it's game upped, you know, the stuff that you would get on cable is like, eh, why would I even bother watching this? This is just True. crap. This is to- yeah, total I, crap. I, right. I, I, Whereas, but you know, you put a hundred million dollars into like house of cards, for instance, yeah. um, game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right? Like, like like HBO put that together, the new one, which is House of Dragons. It's it's there and the, the Rings of Power, the Rings of Power, yeah, Rings of Power, right? So there's so much content mm. now that's out there. Is where we haven't even. Well, I personally have hit a saturation point, but I think generally speaking, we haven't hit a saturation point. But the thing mm. is, we we have to sit there and we have to wonder what are we paying for and why are we paying for it? Cause we've gotten caught up in this. Oh my God, there's so much good content and it's only exclusive on Disney plus, or it's only exclusive on Amazon prime or Netflix or whatever. So now I have to buy all three services. That's it's costing me 50 bucks a month. Right. Like what are you paying for? Like the whole point was to get away from cable. Yeah. That was the cord cutting message. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that was the point, but yeah, let, 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 I think it was. Yeah. But yeah. if you wanted to get away from cable and save money, which was the original intent, now you have all this good content and every and, and kudos to everybody. They're they're creating so much good content that even I can't keep up. Like yeah, I will no, never be so able to watch social. every show that I want to watch before I die. And that's well, just this year. You know, uh, yeah, definitely. Because if you want to watch, you know, like Disney Plus, any kind of the the star wars you know yeah, um you know, splintering you know splintering off of like the originals you got to go uh, and get disney plus you know if uh you know if you want to get a little bit nostalgic and uh go into karate kid and you want to watch cobra kai then i have to get on uh, netflix right and if you want i don't know uh if it's the same thing and even sports now there's so many streaming um, way there's so many ways of uh, you know streaming companies that are are getting these contracts that you could be with a 
you know, a, a, a DAZN and they can have like all the kind of soccer that you want to watch. And then all of a sudden it's on FUBU that's got them all now, you know, or, you know, depending on what you want to watch. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I so, want to see the Premier League, but I also want to see Champions League. They were all on one before, and I was willing to pay you 20 bucks a month or even 30 bucks a month because I really want to see if you have all the soccer leagues and then all the FIFA stuff that's happened yep. on there, some people will pay 30 bucks, no problem, if they get to see all that content. Sure. But then you got you got to pay like 20 at one place and then, okay, well... I really want to see Serie A or Ligue 1 or La Liga. And then I got EPL and then have the European. And then I got the, wow. Like where, where do I go? I got like, have four different. Oh, wait a minute. But I want to see hockey too. So I'm not, how yeah. am I going to get the hockey now? Cause the hockey is not even on those ones. It's on that one. Everything's all over the place now. So where we've ended up now with streaming is, we are paying more. Most people are paying more than they were with cable and to get all of exactly everything that you were talking about. And that's a problem because they're not working together, right? There, there needs to be um, a generic streaming platform, let's say, where you can get all the channels. I mean, you know, Amazon Prime does a good job of it, but you still have to buy the channel. So you have to buy stacks, you have to buy stars, you have to buy all of the stuff you buy through Amazon and Amazon doesn't care because they're, they're, they're cooperating with, uh, with their competitors and the other companies that are creating their own content. But the same token, then you are stuck paying all this extra money. Whereas with cable, the one thing, and I, I'm not a big fan of cable anymore because it's static TV, and it's really difficult and there's too many advertisements and it's just a pain. But the, the, the thing with cable is you get what you pay for, right? Here's what I bought. Here's what I want. I pay one person, one provider. That's it. It's all completely consolidated. And that's where we are lacking when it comes to streaming. There are too many streaming services, too much good content. And we are paying a, a lot of money. And also the things that like if you look at, you look at Netflix, right? So many streaming services, so many, so many things that are coming together with lots of great content, but we're paying too much now. And everybody is obliged to pay to get access to exclusive content, which was the opposite of what cable was, which we did want to get rid of cable cord cutting because of the static nature of what it was. But now we've moved to the other extreme. So we somehow need to bring the bar back to the middle where we can, then talk about, uh, deal with what we're paying for. If you look at Netflix, Netflix has gone through a big change. They're going to come out with a low price package. Now it's going to have advertising. Well, as I said to you before the show, you were supposed to kill cable. Now you've become cable. So well, that's, uh, that's just, you know, that's where we're going. So, you know what? Um, I think we're going to, we'll look into some social media stuff on the next show. Cause it makes, it will make a good for Absolutely. some, uh, some stocks some companies, some public companies out there, even for my channel, but, uh, honestly appreciate you having on here, uh, once more, uh, Sandeep and, um, you know, we'll do another show for sure on maybe the public companies that uh, venture into these areas and the possibilities of in the future. So everybody remember, please uh, research, prepare, plan, execute, stay strong onto the next show. Hello everybody. And welcome to between play stock market strategies, hit the like and the subscribe button. Head off into our description below if you'd like to know where all of our social media links are 
and also the podcast, whether it be Apple or Spotify. We will be doing interviews with CEOs, with analysts, and it's not only on the stock market itself, but also on cryptocurrencies and blockchains. We will have guest speakers. We will be doing panels. You will be able to enjoy a lot of different content. Have a great day and always remember, research, prepare, plan, execute. Stay strong.